I reckon, Wayne, if we could sign Riley Morgan to a five-year deal, we would. That's how good his racing tips are. He also plays footy for the Subiaco Football Club. He's going to give us some tips to round out our week here on Sports Breakfast. Hello to you, Morgs. Good morning, boys. How are you? Good. How are you? Not too bad. Getting there. Getting there. Looking forward to the weekend. Um, Riley, this time of the year, how difficult is tipping and punting? You know, because it, it looks as though that you know you do your form Thursday, Friday, whatever it might be, and then things can completely change because of the weather overnight, and even during the, the race meeting, how difficult is it? Very difficult at times. It's a it's a fickle fickle caper at times, Wayne. Case in point being last week with the the forecast early in the week. Yeah. We were looking. We looked like we were going to be on a soft track come Saturday, but that forecast changed drastically Thursday, Friday, with more over double the amount of rain forecast. We ended up on a heavy ten, and they even questioned halfway through the meeting last weekend if they'd even get through the last five races. So it can be uh, can be very difficult at times predicting the the track conditions and the weather and the pattern of the day, especially at this time of the year, more than most. Yeah, and we don't get heavy tracks here much at all, so it would throw things out. And of course. Hopefully we've got a good track tomorrow, or not a good, but at least to be soft something. But um, again, you'd have to reassess what the form's been because um, throwing out these heavy track winners. Yeah, certainly. Certainly getting back onto a softer track. So horses can sort of jump out of the ground, Wayne, coming from those, those heavy 10 tracks back onto these soft sixes who perhaps haven't been running well at all or really have got really poor form, but they can jump out of the ground back onto these dry decks. And... Saturday, without the rain forecast, back onto what should be a soft six, soft seven. It's going to be a really sticky sort of track, I think, with the, all that rain they copped last week and earlier this week. It, that dry out makes it really sticky on top and can get really quite hard as well. So some horses don't handle that, that sort of drying track either. That can be a bit harder underfoot. So it's going to be interesting to see which horses do and don't handle that sort of surface we get on the weekend. All right, well... Direct us, direct us where we go with these ones that are going to Wayne's jump out got of the his ground. Pen ready. <laughs> <laughs> got the pen out already. Beautiful. Um, we'll kick things off in race number three. I think most likely this is this is my best bet of the day on a difficult little card for a number of reasons, as previously touched on. I think race three, number one, Mood Swing stands out for me as one of the better bets on the card. I think you can completely pen his last start effort. He just wasn't a happy horse in those very heavy conditions and finds a really soft map here to lead from his draw and quality horses like him always very hard to get past when allowed to find the front and roll along. So I think this is a great setup for him and on a difficult little day, I think Mood Swings is definitely one of the better bets on the card. So race three, number one, Mood Swings. All right. What do we go to next? We'll head to race number five. So three, three races will play in on the weekend, race five is over the 2,000 metres, and I love the run last start of a horse by the name of Crescent City, stepping straight, step straight from the mile there up to the 2,200 metres off a 28-day break, which is a pretty, pretty decent break there to step so far up in trip. And I thought his run there was super. And Pat Carberry jumps off a horse he has a really good affinity with in Sugarcane to ride this horse here, which is a pretty good push in itself. And he gets a, a kilo and a half off our Norman for a very marginal defeat last start who he faces again here and with that run at the journey under the belt another great draw to be right there stalking his main danger I think the 2,000 metres arguably should be more up his alley and I think he looked hard to beat as well so Crescent City in race number 5 horse number 4 Bring us home Morgs what have we got to bring us home tomorrow round it out beautifully for us 
bit of value to bring us home, Dale, which the uh, which the listeners hopefully can make a quit out of. But the favourite in race number seven, Advanced, is just a bit too short for mine at two dollars ten. This is a horse that's progressive. The trial win was really nice, but at two dollars ten, I'm going to play devil's advocate and say that's a little bit too short for me. And I'm happy to or bang for your buck to play around that with a couple of horses here. The first of those being number five, Alay Alay. I thought the run first up was huge off the back of a really solid trial in a terrific form race behind a couple of horses, Fanta and Multinational, who are both going from strength to strength at the moment. And I loved his last 100 metres there. He savaged the post and from barrier three here, maps an absolute treat from the box eight. And his form says his first up performance prep to prep always usually brings him on and improves him, so the $14 around him is outstanding value for me. I'm very keen that he runs a big race. And the other is number one, Blinder. I thought this horse is way over the odds as well, $16. So he maps for a pretty similar run to a lay lay He went first up into a listed race last start behind Ginger Flyer, Savage One, and No White Flag. and was only beaten just over three lengths there and drops back into a into a 66-plus here, which is a drop-back in grade. Maps to land in a very similar spot. And he's a winner with the 60 kilos when he did race over in Melbourne, which is where he, he was at, where he raced before coming to WA. So I think that form he brings is as strong as you'll find in WA racing at the moment. So the double figures about both of those runners is way more appealing to me over the $2.10 you get for the favourite here. So Alay Alay, number five, and Blinder, number one in race seven. All right, just a quick recap, Riley, for those who came in late. Riley Morgan's with us for his tips for racing at Belmont tomorrow. Just a quick recap of those tips. Esper on the day, race three, number one, Mood Swings Dale. We'll go with that as the best. Race five, number four, Crescent City is another horse I think will run very well on the weekend. And taking on the favourite, the short price favourite, the Cerise and White in race number seven, Advanced, with backing both Alay Alay, number five, and Blinder, number one. I'm going to make a best bet for tomorrow. It's got nothing to do with racing, Riley, but I'm sure you're aware, as a Waffle League footballer, you were yet to kick a league goal. You'd be aware of that? <laughs> I am nasty. zero goals seven, I believe, JL, yes. and I'm looking like putting out some Lewis Jetta numbers at the moment, well, the way I'm going. My best bet is that you will kick your first Waffle League goal tomorrow for Subiaco against South Amanda. I'm, I'm calling it. Please tell me you're playing. I am. Good. I am. I am looking forward to it. Love going down to Frio Oval, yes, despite having a few dif- disappointing results there over the last couple of years. But always a great challenge to play South Frio at Frio Oval. Well, I don't know if you can bet on that with our good friends at Top Sport, but R. Morgan to be an anytime goal scorer for Subi against Souths is my best bet for the weekend. Morgs, thanks for your time and good luck tomorrow for you uh, out at Frio and good luck with your tips. Thanks. Always, always good to chat. Riley Morgan joining us. A former Tiger, he's moved to Subi this year. He's only played a couple of games because he. And I should have got Morgs to tell this story. He stubbed his toe at pre-season. He went to he kicked the ground and busted his toe, and missed about uh, two months of football in the pre-season. So that set him back. He's uh, come into the league team the last couple of weeks, but he has kicked zero goal seven in his league career, fifteen <laughs> games. He's due. He's, he's absolutely due. He's due, all right.